I'm so glad so I just cool. finished writing my script. <laughs> my screenplay! <laughs> setting. Somewhere in the depths of a medieval era. A filthy tavern, rich in poverty and stinking of depravity. Starwipe to a young child. Ugly, pockets full of dust and eyes full of wonder. His name is Donord. He is starving for content. A smuggler clings to her bag, eyes darting from alley to alley. There's money to be made here, but she has dangerous cargo. Her name is Nenorth. The bag she clings to is torn from her grasp by the town guards, letting mounds of pirate DVDs of 90s anime clatter to the ground. The child screams, grabbing a shitty dub of Dragon Ball. Sentencing these wretches for their crimes of witchcraft, larceny, petty damages, and crimes against humanity is I, Sir Ronan, noblest of hosts from coast to coast. I approve of the fact that I'm a, smog- a smuggler. <laughs> I approve of absolutely none of that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Welcome to the show. If this is your first time joining us, I am so sorry. All right, so this week we watched the third Berserk, the Golden Age arc movie, which was called Descent. Uh, we also watched, for Trash Test... Seco Boys. Seco Boys. And yeah. finally, as always, our currently watching show was... Um, bingo, bingo. Yes. Blurngo Nurngo? Dogs. Dogs. Bungo Stray Dogs, that's it. Okay. <laughs> I wish we just watched dogs instead. <sighs> me too. Please tell me what you've been up to this week, or if it's boring, tell me a shameful secret about yourself that no one else knows. Alright, so this week, uh, well, uh, this is also probably going to be Nina's thing, but we ran a casting call for our... Would you like to, you know, take parts finishing each other's sandwiches here, or... Oh, no, it's fine. He can do that, and I'll just tell you my shame- shameful secret. Okay, great. Well, we ran a, we ran this... a casting call for okay. our short... The short films that make up our master's thesis, and... It was a mixed bag. We got all sorts of people. And you know what? Are you saying you got some bad people in no. casting? <laughs> what I'm saying is... It's, are, are you saying... That they might be listening. They might be listening. No, what I'm saying is... Are you saying that actors potentially can be bad? <laughs> not everybody can get the audition run, and that's what I'm saying. No, it was just... It takes all sorts. Would you not just write a role for them? Um... You can't, unfortunately, you can't write a role for every straggler that comes in the door. Although, to be fair, there were a couple of people where we would love to do that. Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. There were those people that came and we were like, we, we, have, we have nothing for you, but we wish we did. We've we got this idea of a homeless guy who's crazy and you could be their mom. All right, Nina. <laughs> uh, okay, shameful secret. I watch Barbie movies when I'm sad. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? There Wait. is not enough shame in the world. <laughs> they have movies for those. Oh, so many. Um, okay then. That's, I've seen them all. It's like CGI shovelware. <laughs> you know, I don't know which one I understand less. <laughs> the fact that Barbie has movies with that entire sentence. <laughs> well, that's great. There's well, not one single you. part of that. You, you know what understand. I did this week? My dryer got infested with a beehive. <laughs> wow. And the worst part about it is I can't kill these bees because these are bumblebees, so they're protected. What? So, like, we got an exterminator out, and we were like, oh, get rid of the bees. Oh, oh, no, I saw one of their corpses. Nope, that's a protected species. Sounds like that exterminator had a pretty dry sense of humor. My, my shameful secret is I really wanted to turn on the dryer. <laughs> okay. 
I mean, that was it. I mean, can you imagine a hive of bees spinning around in a dryer? I will say that the dryer is... It, we got a little letter from the engineer saying, like, uh, this isn't a very well-made dryer. This one actually could go on fire if you use it. So, I mean, can you imagine a flaming beehive spinning around at, like, 1,200... Is it RPM? It's really, very, really fast. That's what I see every night in my dreams. Anyway, that's the premise of the anime I'm writing. <laughs> All right, then let's use that to segue our way over to um, see, you, anime that we have Are you trying watched. to say we're going to kick something off right now? Like, yeah. the shows we've been watching? Oh shit, yeah, you know how we do. We watch TV, so you don't have to. Shout out to Porridge. Peace. Berserk, the Golden Age arc, part three, Descent, is what we watched this week. Where do you begin? Do you want to give us a brief summary, as we do every week? I mean, that is literally where we begin every week. (laughs) That's true. I'll do my best. I I feel like I've got a better handle on this one than I did on the first two. All right, right. then go. Uh, I'll I'll fill in when you can't. Well, I guess you really need to see the first two. So if you haven't joined us the last two weeks, you're going to be completely lost because we've met Guts, we've met Casca, we've met Griffith. We've developed these characters. Also, in general, just watch the things that we talk about before we talk about them. No, just come for my honey voice and stay for the words I speak. You're alienating, like, at least half the audience here. Basically, (laughs) if you're listening, um, beware, there's spoilers, surprisingly. Mm. Okay, so we want to get over to the summary. So we we start off with Griffith... uh, like finished being tortured and yeah. like we see the actual depths that they've gone to like they've severed most of his tendons they cut, cut out his, his tongue. tongue like they have beaten this man to the point where he is never yeah, coming so the back. former leader of the band of the hawks is a broken shadow of his former self he's a shell absolutely um, and a daring escape a daring rescue attempt I escape. should say no there was no daring escape for him but a daring rescue attempt is made by uh, Guts who returns to the fold of the band of the hawk well Casca is the one who organises it Casca organizes it, but but Guts shows up just in the nick of time after an assassination attempt is made on Casca's life um, to save her. The Band of the Hawk have been running as renegades for about a year, so they've been just being mowed down by anyone the king could employ. Exactly. So time they, and time again. As, as I predicted last week, they, they escaped the uh, attempted massacre did you perpetrated by the king. I did. We and you guys did. were like, no, they just planned their escape. And I said, nah, they're, they're going to be fine. And they were. And they spent a year well, roving you know, around the forest. Congratulations. This is the first time you've predicted something right. <laughs> Thank you. I, since I was the only person that hadn't seen where the show went after that point, I was the only I, person who could have possibly <laughs> made a prediction there. I mean, I'm excited to see how you, how you, how you uh, received this show, seeing as you were the one person who hadn't seen it before. Well, Hull, I'm ready to give my opinion, but let's Wait, finish we, off yes. on our plot, mm. plot summary. Um, so, they, so they kidnap Griffin back. Yeah, they, I would say rescue him. I would prefer my terms. From his, from his horrific torturer, whom they kill. Um, and basically, the rest of the movie, well, it's, the rest of the movie takes part in three sections. The first section being the rallying of the Band of the Hawk while Griffith is being taken care of by Casca and Guts. So they take him back. They, oops, nurse him back to health. Can I can I bang my phone louder to the microphone? Please do. I can't actually find my phone. There go all my notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, so they they bring him back. They nurse him back to almost well the best health they can. Well, given the fact that he's completely malnourished, he's got no tendons and. He's probably got about a million different diseases. And, like, the the the, 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 the war in his mind going on right now. Oh, that, seriously. That is, that is huge. Like, 
Guts is the person who actually made him falter. Guts was the man who became his equal. Mm. And, like, that was the biggest thing because Guts was owned by him. Well, we'll get, we'll get into this in a minute. But, uh, like, we see, like, uh, he, he gets his... What's the little necklace called again? A bailet? Bailet. Bailet, yeah. Yeah, he, he gets his, his stupid little haunted skittle back. Right, yeah. So Griffith makes... Griffith is mentally tortured by the fact that he can't have Casca. Am I correct in saying that? Mm, no, he, no, he can't fulfill his ambition. He sure, he can't fulfill his ambition. And like, Casca's not really something he wants. It's just something he can use. Exactly. So he's, he's lost his power and it drives him crazy. So he makes a break for it by holding the reins of all the horses in his wagon his with teeth. his teeth <laughs> and uh, cascading off a hill and landing in a pond where he finds his bailet, which is the little... Uh, it looks like a gigantic red skittle. It's a, it's a smarty. Like like a big red smarty. Which I don't has, think it's full of sugar. I think it's full of shit. Which he's been holding around, ha- holding around his neck for basically the entire series. Which is also known as the Egg of the King. Yeah, it's the name of the first film. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah, yeah, and that basically becomes activated during a eclipse. Yeah, it's an eclipse, and he bleeds all over it. Yeah. Um, so right at the moment when Guts and Casca come to rescue him, or at least try and pick him up out of the water where he's hurt himself, um, he tries to kill himself. He basically tries. Yeah, he does try to kill himself on a sharp rock. It's a stump. So it's tree pretty. Stump. It's, pre- it's a tree stump. Excuse me. So it's a pretty I dark yeah, moment in is. his life. Um, they are all of a sudden them and the whole band of the Hulk are suddenly transported. transported. This ain't your mom's dimension. They no. go to a whole new dimension. It's. I, I mean, it's some sort of hell. Um, it's a hellish dimension. Let's just mm. call it hell for the sake of sakes. Where the, the walls and the floors are paved with... They're human screaming faces. Screaming human faces. Yeah, they're just Not victims. just painted, they're actually just, you know... Human oh yeah, faces. they're like their heads. <laughs> um, and there and there are five... They, are they, do they call themselves angels? No, they, four? There, there's, angels? Four, there's four of them and they call themselves... I think they call themselves angels. Actually. Yeah, well, they're so yeah, they're, they're they kind do. of demonic creatures. Um, they, they they say they're not gods. That's the big. They thing. say they're, they're not they're not gods, but they are they are powerful demonic. They're beings. immortal beings. And that's they the thing they call themselves. All have very interesting character designs, but basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to bring Griffith into their fold. And what they do is they ask him like, does he want to become one of them? Mm. And but if the he does, is, he has to sacrifice the entire hawk a band of the hawks, every single one of them. Mm. They're only there to perform this incantation. But the ritual itself will be actually initiated by Griffith, seeing as it's his willpower that will cause the rest of everyone there to be sacrificed in order for him to achieve uh, immortality. Yeah, and he gets right to, he, that? He gets to yeah. look young and sexy again, which is a big bonus. Well, I mean, he was always sexy. He just didn't look very young. No, he looked quite frail. Um, so he beco- he gets uh, clenched into this the fist of the god hand, which is a gigantic. It's just hand. a hand made out of human faces. It's I'd say it's the size of a very tall skyscraper. I would say it is the size of at least a man. Yeah, and it's made up of those screaming human heads. Um, and all of the band of the hawk are then marked for sacrifice, including Guts and Casca. Now this is where like it looks like little stupid fireflies just kind of fly out of the hand and then just jump onto people's skin but what happens at the very end is just like a branding like yeah. proper cattle like 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 hot iron pressed against your skin branding once you're branded with the mark of sacrifice a demon is going to try to suck your blood that's what's going to happen it's like a it, it's like leaving location services on on your phone <laughs> exactly that data is going to be sapped away it's going to be it's very gone. expensive <laughs> it's going to be very very expensive uh, so needless to say Guts, first of all, wants to save his friend Griffith from the clutch of the God Hand. Oh. And then, massive, well, not really much of a spoiler, we've already spoiled everything, but uh, Griffith does in fact descend and become a demon. He becomes sort of a... I forget his name, but it's stupid. He looks a little bit like Night... Phantom or something? Yeah. Yeah, He he looks like a cross between Batman and Night Owl from Watchmen. 
Kind of. Yeah. I mean, he just looks like Griffith, but silly. But silly. Um, and we all of a sudden realise that Griffith maybe isn't such a good guy. He's then. a bit of a dick. Yeah, um, because then he kidnaps Casca, who's managed to survive all the demon hordes, and not to get too graphic about it, but he he sexually right. harasses her. Uh, it's a bit further than that. It's kind of like defiling her. Yeah, it's it's not pretty. It's not it's not it's not it's, easy to it's watch. an intense scene. Um, guts, the worst part about it is like he never breaks eye contact from guts, so it's not about anything sexual. It's just oh, it's purely, purely about the relationship between the, those it's two. No, men. It's just about power and like who is the supreme one. It's because mm. like. He owned Guts at one point and he just has to be the bigger man. Yeah. Guts, um, in a fit of rage, manages to get his arm chomped off by a demon and. He gets stuck in it and he yeah. cuts it off. And his and eye. The worst part about it is he didn't even wait 127 hours before he cut his own arm off. <laughs> no, he didn't. That is the, gl- that is the gold standard for I mean, your if own movies arm taught me anything, it's that you need to wait at least 127. <laughs> waste at least 127 hours before you cut your own arm off. I completely agree with that, but Guts does not. Movies taught me everything. His eye also gets punctured um, and he's. Punctured? Oh, it's a beautiful it's, word. It's pretty, it's pretty disgusting to watch. Um, he loses an eye, all, an arm, told, he, all his friends, and consciousness. And he loses And then he is saved by a skeleton warrior that rides out of the sky through the. It's like a knight with a skull for a head, and apparently yeah. he used to be the king like a thousand years ago. It's mm. a bit confusing. It, it almost feels like he was the guts from the last time. Yeah, like the circle continues again. Yeah, but basically he saves Casca and guts and rides out with them. Where Guts eventually regains consciousness and he's being bandaged and all that by the only remembering mem- uh, remaining member of the Band of the Hawks, which is the, the stupid child. Um, and he realizes that Casca has lost all of her memories up to her earliest childhood, so she's basically she's babbling. Then again, I can't actually blame her for regressing that far, seeing as she was. It's just like HR Geiger realm. Yeah, I think any rational, reasonable human who would experience that level of ah, uh, can we just, call it abuse? <laughs> just yeah, just mental bombardment of existing in that hell realm for even more than like half a minute would would regress to that to the mindset of a child. Mm. Okay, for so- sure. So and then so the film it, it basically ends with the the beginning of the age of darkness that now all there are now five of these demons they needed to have at least five members on the committee so they could vote to invade not hell exactly um guts good yeah uh, guts and a skeleton warrior are talking on this hillside while guts is being attacked by demons because he has a mark of the sacrifice he's like uh, he has a he has a tattoo that says hey yo demons i love you please hug me yeah and that's how it ends Pretty much. Well, he, he does defeat some demons that are made of, like, mist. Yeah, and then and the sun rises. Yeah, it's uh, kind of hopeful-ish. <laughs> it doesn't seem very hopeful to me. Yeah, it was pretty, it's hopeful for Berserk. Yeah. yeah. It's the same way that the very end scene wasn't gory for Berserk. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the rising sun at the very end is a symbol that not all hope is lost. Mm, um, pretty much all of it is lost, but not all. And you then can- he still has his own life to lose. <laughs> exactly. And Cascas. And Cascas, yeah. Well, she lost her mind already. Yeah, but she still has her life. Technically. Yeah, it's just very devalued. Mm. So roll credits and roll All Star by Smash Mouth. That is the end of the film. God damn it, it's the end of the show. Don't give them away. <laughs> yeah, it's not like they've been listening to the last 20 episodes. Have we reached 20 yet? Oh, um, God. This is episode 20. Oh, whoop, whoop. Oh. So, Nina, what did you love? Uh, I loved... Um, well, oh, yeah, the, the general and the art style. I liked the third art style that came into it, which was a bit 
different mm-hmm. in the uh, dream can you sequences. It <sighs> it's one of the more ethereal, like lots of white colors. Yeah, it, a, more lines and and more less, lines. Yeah, it kind of felt like it was the the lines were more there. <laughs> so, <laughs> it sounds weird, but I kind of get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's kind of more. Um, it's it's a not it's not a minimalist approach at all. It's just yeah. like yo, know, this is very cartoony. Like literally, this is what we're trying to say. We are hammering you down, metaphors. Yeah, mm. but it was it was really well done, and I was also much more happy with the use of three D. Yeah, it was good um, this time. Very very good. D- did anyone have any problems with three D? So we can get that out of the way. No. There were like maybe three or four moments where I was like, "Oh, this is yeah. back on like one and two level," but for the most part, no, no issues. Goddamn, three yeah. D is the way to go. Three D is the future, and I would dare say the present. Life is in three D. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, I, I really enjoyed some of the fight scenes, especially the one where Guts storms up the the, the stairs in the in the pit. Oh, when he's trying to rescue Griffith. Yes. Oh, you know, that, was see, that was incredibly graphic. Um. Those poor guardsmen. Like that one guy yeah. who gets cleft down. I would dare say cleft in twain. Cleft in twain, for sure. I also really enjoyed That means he was cut in half to the oh, yeah. The viewer, they're not idiots. They know they're what cleft viewers. in twain. People, You're an idiot. People say cleft in twain every day. Who? Me. Griffith's eyes. From the very start, um, when you just see his eyes, there was a there was lot a bit in of, them. a bit of heart in them. Oh, you could actually see emotion the, the, in the eyes. Yeah, it, it, it's just... It looks so The actual haunting. facial expressions. Exactly, just in the mm. eye. Absolutely and especially beautiful facial expressions. At the expressions. very, very start, when you see dar- only darkness, and then suddenly that bright blue eye, and then darkness again mm. as it closes. Mm. Like, that was fantastic. Like Griffith's eye? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was so much emotion in all the faces, especially, like, the, the scene you were talking about, the, the guardsmen who were getting cleft in twain. Mm. But, like, you can see the fear in their eyes just before a knife will actually separate them in half. Yeah, it wasn't but, just that really hastily drawn 3D animation that it was before. Like, this, this was, was actual, much more expressive. This was art. Mm. Like, this was, oh, so beautiful. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a dig and say this is definitely my favorite like part of the trilogy you dick yeah I know it's like you know the finale is good what an asshole can't help it mm. alright so how about you guys Donald would you like to start yeah um, I agree with Nina about the art style for sure I felt like it was more <clears throat> it was it was more a variation on a theme from the first two the hand drawn style but it was even nicer mm. like especially Casca I felt like her um, her art style got a real upgrade she, I just thought she looked a lot, I don't know she just was a lot more expressive in this one better face animations better facial animations yeah the re- like the rest largely unchanged but better facial animations guts as well yeah all, everyone had a bit more life to them which was nice mm. and the, the 3D parts they were not nearly as invasive um, I think it might smooth have just transitions been the, it might have just been the difference between 3D like the, the availability of affordable 3D technology between Egg of the King would have been produced what 2011 do these mm. come out year after year after year I think so I want to say yes or 2010 maybe versus this was 2013 I remember I, I watched the first one as it came out and then I kind of left a little while because yeah. there, was, there was so much other content to enjoy I mean there's always there's almost I almost get content fatigue sometimes because there's so much content I want to consume I hate life couldn't agree more uh, <laughs> overall the, yeah the art style was super accomplished it was gorgeous to watch just they, they really played with colour in a really nice way segments all had their own colour palette you know you'd oh, get, there, like, there's a large contrast between scenes like, huge 
like the hell the hellscape had its have its own really distinct it color palette. Like there's a red to that. While yeah. like back when Griffith was going with his little stupid wagon ride, like the sky was incredibly enchanting mm. blue. The grass was like uh, an emerald green. Yeah. Like everything is just it's so distinctive. It's memorable. You you look at it, you go, yeah, that looks right. I get that. I can consume this art and appreciate it. I can consume this content. I'm sorry, I mixed up my. There words is no again. such thing as art anymore. There is only content. Thanks. There is no such thing as enjoyment anymore. There is only consuming thanks for the society update um, even the shots where the camera was is swings around the characters 360 like in you know like in the Matrix this happens quite a bit you know that shot what I'm talking about but they they did it quite a lot in the first and the second movie and it never quite worked because the 3D models just weren't there whereas this, very this well time around it was seamless and they, those shots look spectacular so it, it goes to a lot of places that traditional anime kind of just can't due any to the limitations. animation can't just due to the limitations of hand-drawn animation so whereas I was really going off on one about the 3D in the last two it's really well executed in this one I really love the so you style. the person who hates 3D says this is good yeah pretty much so the bird says this is good and the bird is right see what's good for the goose is not always good for the gander I've never heard that expression before I don't know what it means um, as well just with regard to the story I thought the story was very strong just as strong as in the second part hmm. um, you say stronger I would say even stronger yeah because I thought there was more uh, there was more writing on uh, the consequences of the plot with regard to Griffith the fact that they went so far in a, in a eviscerating Griffith essentially oh they destroyed that man. They that he was such an important character and he was reduced to nothing he was less basically than nothing uh, and then that, that his whole arc was great and um, again you see a man fully stripped of power it's, yeah. it's engaging it's, it's, it's like a train wreck you can't look away absolutely uh, it kept me pretty captivated so Overall, loads of good thing, good things to say about this. So I thought it was the strongest of the bunch. All right, uh, I'm gonna say straight off the bat, art style on the hellscape. Oh my god, yes! Mm. I cannot get enough of it. I mean, it literally was a H.R. Geiger wet dream. Everything <laughs> is terrifying. Everything is black. Everything is trying to kill you. It's vaguely sexual in its representation. Mm. Oh, I mean, there's just so much going on in the art style. Like you see, like where like some sort of trolls or demons or whatever they're like mostly man-sized as soon as that eclipse hits fully it just goes absolutely batshit insane yeah true like dudes turn into spiders this other guy turns into like do you remember Yu-Gi-Oh do you remember the legendary god cards this is probably coming yeah. out a bit do you remember that was, was it Slifer the executive producer no no this guy oh. like yeah I think it do actually yeah and he had like two mouths just one on top of the other and like you see this one dude who has like oh he's just such a stupidly insane looking monster and he has two mouths and with one of them he's eating the dude oh. and then with the other one he's just smiling at you that's mm. so unnerving like it made me feel really uncomfortable in the best possible ways <laughs> yeah that that, that, that ragdoll type character that, that oh, it just that popped so up weird. because all the art styles were so yeah. different and so freaky it was mm. awesome especially for him I thought the ragdoll was probably the most the, probably the least scary to me I just love those expressionless villains that, that only exists to kill but don't seem to take any joy in it it's just it's like an expression it's like it, it's, sort it's of my, just a job it's my fear of insects it's like they, it's more like mindless you killing you have a fear of insects that will kill you no it, I have a fear of mindless creatures that just that act purely on impulse and that's like that blown up large Donal I'm afraid to tell you I only exist on impulse and my only impulse is to enjoy anime yeah but I'm terrified of you good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alright so things we hated Ooh, this is pretty tough. I think it was pretty good. Does anyone want to start? Um, I thought there were certain sections that really dragged. 
You know, this was... Um, this is the longest. This was coming up on two hours. It was like 147. 147, I think. And I don't think they needed to spend as much time be- between rescuing Griffith and going to the hellscape. I thought that, that took up too much time. I also thought they'd spend maybe... But you maybe get to a- see, like, what he does. No, I, I know that, but I, I just... Bit too long. It was a bit too long for me. I also felt like they spent a little bit too long in the hellscape. There was too many cause effect, cause effect, cause effect. I just felt like it could have been more impactful had they done it a little bit quicker. That's all. Okay. It didn't. What I'm saying is, I was really captivated for maybe like eighty percent of this, and then twenty percent, I was kind of lying back and going, "All right, like let's let's move the plot." Yeah, a little yeah. Bit. It kind of lost me towards the end yeah, as well. It, it did drag a little. And um, yeah, and actually, they they even after they got out of the hellscape, it was pretty the much last, just the the, the last epilogue. Fifteen percent. Yeah. yeah, the epilogue lasted a good fifteen minutes. That was those. They didn't show that in the original nineteen ninety seven uh, show, and like this was new to me. And I was going like, you know, it's good. Could be could be executed better. Yeah, it is a film, so they do have to show it because they literally do have to clock up some time for they the amount of money they're spending. Could have shortened it a little though. Yeah, and well, I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan of the actual story behind it, but please finish your your rants first I have plenty Stop. enough of my own I feel like I, I still have a few rants left in the tank but I'll let Nina jump in well I hated Casca's role on this oh, I cannot oh, 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 preach it girl she was only a plot device for Griffith I was so bad that they just used be, her as an object I know and the way they did it was in the worst possible way and I hated every second of it mm. I'm just disappointed they robbed her of all the power she gained in the second film yeah like the second one like if she was a tool the entire way through I'd be like you know fine whatever I mean yeah you can do better but at least it's consistent mm. but they gave me hope yeah the thing is like there were only two real female characters in this show in the first place one, one of them the being princess. the princess yeah. who yeah. didn't do much in the first place which was she fine. did rebel against her father I yeah. will argue that and she grew fine. very well Cause sure dude. But, the th- but the fact is still that Casca <laughs> is somebody who was <laughs> like meant that. to be more Casca mm. was somebody who was meant to. She be was a fighter. More she was like than... Buffy, but she didn't. Be- she didn't turn into an actual Buffy. Yes, Buffy is like the best woman that can ever. The thing be. is, she grew so much in the second one, and then they took that all away and just used her. They just crumpled her up and threw her in the She garbage. did have to go under, like, she had a lot of things on her mind as well. Like, she's the leader of the Band of the Hawk and stuff, and, like, the stress of keeping all her men alive. Like, there's a lot of stuff she has to cope with. She just doesn't act yeah, well. But I'm, but I'm no, going to try and defend it, no even though I know... There was no reason to use her in that ending scene in the hell, no, hell place God, as no. much That's, as they did. There's no excuse for that. No. I mean, it's it's not about her. She's an object yeah. in that scene. Exactly. Like, it's, it's a duel between two men. It. Oh, it's rubbish. But what did they say? What, like, what... So, basically, her major beats in the plot were at the start when Guts comes back she, she tries to first of all him. she's basically so the first thing that happens is she's saved yet again by Guts from being killed by, by a guy then she almost throws herself off a cliff because she can't stand the fact that Griffith might not be into her or isn't that it? No, oh, no, no that, that, that it's Griff- the fact that she that can't the, be Griffith's oh, equal. Right, sure, that she, that, that, that she can't be Griffith's equal. Or that, that, that was that the Griff- same motivation that Griffith for Griffith is hurt. Either way, it, it, a man is either hurt or in danger or dead, and she can't, <laughs> that she can't hack it, so she wants to kill herself. Then, uh, you know, then when, when they get to the hellscape, it's like, again, she kind of just get, gets protected and, by judo and, and then whisked away. No. And then what Lena just said, the horrific and extended... It's scene. very graphic. Like, I mean, in the show, it, it was still pretty bad, but it was a little more tasteful. But, but again, not even for her, not even that she was the object of his affection or not even that she was the prize. Well, no. She, they it, didn't even give her that. It was that he wanted to have dominion over her to impress Guts. Or no, to no, like no, no. He wants to have jealous. dominion over Guts. 
She wasn't even in the equation. No, no, no I, I know, but well, it was important that it was her because it, it was she just was a bargaining Guts chip. Was in no, love gu- with her. Yeah. yeah. So as a result, it was just like I will destroy Guts by destroying the thing he loves. Yeah. Oh yeah, like it could that have been was a, her a big. Yeah, no, I mean, like quite literally, the, the words I'm using are the thing that he loves. Oh yeah. sure, like if he had been pouring soy sauce into a big tub of custard and, and like Guts he, really he molested custard, the custard, it would have been the exact Guts would have been like, no, I love that custard. It didn't matter that it was Casca; it was just something that he loved. I mean, it affected guts, which was that was at least healthy to see. Yeah, but I mean, it was fucked up. <laughs> but then, rather at the end, they could have at least had her maybe take some agency and help guts back to health or something. But no. Well, you know, I I'm she not, I'm, ends up being a brain dead five year old. Hey, hey, she goes to HR Geiger Hell or is it Geiger? I don't know who that person is, Ronan. The guy who designed the alien from Alien, you moron. (gasps) Okay, now, thank you for explaining the reference. (sighs) What's wrong with you? I'm sure all of our listeners got it. Obviously. It's, you know, hey, let's design an alien out of penises. Yes, so I completely agree with you on Casca. Yeah, that's the biggest thing that made me angry. Mm. Was there anything else? Uh, Honestly, no. I I thought it was pretty good. So, uh, tell me, out of all the characters we saw, who is your favourite? Ooh. Honestly, probably... You know the little guy... There was a little guy who looked like a mix between Slimer from Ghostbusters and Dr. Octopus from Spider-Man. You mean the filthy nerd? Uh, yeah, he was like a nerd demon. Oh, and Humpty Dumpty as well. You mean that, one of the god hand. The, the smallest of the god the, hands. The little, yeah, the impish, small, like, cheeky... Guy. I'm a fat guy wearing goggles. Yeah, I liked him. I thought he was great. Why? I don't know. It was amusing to look at him move and speak. So you think physical comedy is based on physical deformities? Uh, yes. You are a shitlord. Nina, please, who can you save this conversation and say who was your favorite character? Um, I'm torn between two. Is it one of the is 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 one of them the stupid nerd? No. Okay, good. You're better. I'm going to allow you to say both. Oh, okay. Well, because I have this power apparently. <laughs> well, one of them is guts, obviously. A, a bold was, choice. He was, cool. he, he was cool. I mean, it's a show about guts. Yeah, uh, and the other one is judo. Who? Oh. Link, um, the guy who looks like Link, looks from, like Link. from Legend of Zelda. He whittles um, things. He, he throws things. He's a pretty cool dude. He, he, he just seemed kind of nice, and well, he did cool stuff too. Mm. Mm, Actually, fair. he had a very nice guy like, death. W- one time, <laughs> nice uh, guy at one death. point, he threw a dagger to you know. To save Casca's life. Yeah, but but with this thing that it's like a xenoblade. It was a big circle, and he just throws a knife and pins it against a tree. That was awesome. And he does Mm. it so flawlessly as well. He's like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Mm. And the thing is, like, he never expected anything from Casca. He he was in love with her, but he completely just accepted her as an equal, as a person who did her as a person. Yes, exactly, as a person. Damn it! He was like, I am a martyr for the friend zone. (laughs) The thing is, he didn't complain about it. No, he was just like, you're my commander. Like, you get to live. I mean, it's my job on a battlefield as a soldier to give my life for my commander. The Mm. fact that I'm also in love with you is, first of all, something you will never know, and second of all irrelevant to the situation yeah the situation is you live you're in charge it's chain of command it's it's, it's exactly. you don't think about it it's it's well it's kind of purely rational and kind of scary it's not a good it's not a healthy mindset but god damn is it cool <laughs> nice yeah, so yeah i quite liked him uh i'm gonna be i'm gonna be the dick and say my favorite was griffith yeah i like griffith in this Griffith is, is such a compelling character because you watch him go from like completely broken 
watching all his ambitions crumble to dust to just going full vengeance and going like if I can't have this world I will take what I want and you see him like go from a man who actually cares about his men to like a man who cares about nothing but himself you see him become just oh the worst yeah but it's so compelling it's 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 a train that doesn't even derail it just oh it's, it's so hard to put into words he is just the worst yeah he becomes a real great villain he, he's but the same way like you could see like the pain in his eyes when like Guts even says like oh I'm gonna stay with the band of the hawk and every time he looks at Guts it's just this is the man who robbed me of my ambition yeah this is the man who I must destroy this is the man who tried to become my equal and who surpassed me I agree it was a great character arc but you know who was the big loser in all of this is it society no but close the voice actor who played Griffith Uh, because Griffith lost his tongue at the end of the last movie so the voice actor only got like maybe 10 lines of of dialogue that said in Griffith's own head he got a little bit of dialogue a little bit like at the end he got like 3 or 4 lines but But by the end like you don't want to listen to him imagine if you're that guy it's like you've just been cast as the third lead character in a trilogy and then you know you think you're getting a load of work next year and you go to the vocal booth for one take maybe. we're gonna give you a euro word yeah. <laughs> oh, that'll pay the rent for maybe a day a week. <laughs> yeah. to be fair you know after you did the first movie you might have actually read up on the manga and find, found out what happens I know I wouldn't have but I'm lazy and, so maybe. and you can't read that's, that's also true I don't know how we submit this every week because oh, I sure as hell do not oh, do any paperwork free hosting really helps okay <laughs> let's start with our final score let's start with our final let's scores let's start with our final let's get started with our final scores uh, Ronan uh, fuck I thought this was really good uh, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it consistent I'm gonna say 8 again 8? yeah I mean it's good part of it makes Makes me feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Part of it makes me feel like, oh, this is great. Some artistic choices. Actually, pretty much no artistic choices that I hated this week. Yeah. It's just some of the scenes. It's just like in the hellscape itself. Like, I know it's a power play. I'm just... Can can you just be a bit better at not being terrible? Yeah. Other than that, I thought it was, I thought it was great. Cool. You know? You know? Um, well, honestly, I've been considering it giving it a six because the whole Casca thing just bothers me so damn much that while I thought it was great (laughs) (laughs) that bit just brings it all back down fair so but I feel like that wouldn't be fair to the rest this show is so compelling it's like watching Game of Thrones and like this one scene you're like ooh that's that's pretty morally ambiguous but it's a good show So, so like the other weeks I was given an eight but mm. I can't give it an give it an eight, even though the production. Are you saying there's up. something between six and eight? <laughs> Maybe. I Who do knows? not believe this. Well, the thing is, the production went up, and it was a very good arc. It's compelling. It's just Casca's part in it. I hate it. I hate it so much. So um, seven, but like a really low seven. <laughs> I don't like think you can call it a low seven. Towards six, but I'm gonna give it a seven. A seven point minus three for the, same <laughs> of the whole story. That bothers me so much. That's not how numbers work. Yeah. Um. For everything, I suppose, in a way, for everything that I, um, enjoyed a lot more this week. Yeah. This was this of, was you coming to it completely fresh. Yeah. For everything that I enjoyed a lot more about it this week, which was largely art based and partially plot based, I think maybe I found even more questionable things in terms of 
in terms of the treatment of women in it was just really uncomfortable to watch so I think I'm going to stick I'm going to side with Nina on this one and give it a 7 and that entirely that 7 is is art and uh, and plot and then those those three marks are all being god damn it it's art it's meant to make you feel uncomfortable yeah I know but you know I understand that this is based on a manga from what the 80s uh, I want to say like 85 or something yeah. stupid like that but still you know it's still the 2010s you can be better the, you can still be better it's the 2010s it is we should be better people are always going to be awful you can tweak stories slightly to bring them up to speed with the modern they didn't day. bother tweaking uh, Parasite and that, that did really well last year yeah well, well I mean, in any case, I they, think they put in phones that could connect to the internet. That was the only tweak. I think seven, seven, and eight is uh, more than fair. I think that 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 that's a pretty resounding recommendation with some, you know, yeah, uh, with some reasonable as, caveats. As far as a trilogy goes, it was pretty good. Oh yeah, definitely worth a watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I wouldn't advise it if you know. Um, if you don't like sexual violence, mm. well, honestly, no one should like that. Yeah. Fair point, and a point I agree with. But overall, mm. a trilogy worth a watch and worth your consideration. Yeah, you know this might be the first time we've watched a good trilogy. Is uh, this the first tr- trilogy? No, Garzy's Wing. Oh yeah, I was trying to skip over the title. <laughs> yeah, good old Boston Wells. So moving swiftly off topic, mm. what is the coolest thing you own? Now you can it can be uh, well, cool is an incredibly subjective term, so do not say a fucking refrigerator. I own a copy of a Flash comic that was signed by a writer. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. I just have a ton of set lists that I've gotten from uh, gigs, but I, I'm not sure if any of them are like really famous bands. So they're the coolest things that I Let, think I own. Let's call it something precious to you then. Happy? Yeah. Sure. Okay. I Yeah. I have a set list for an everything, everything gig that I really enjoyed. So there you go. Thing. When you steal the thing that the band wrote with all the songs and actually looked at during the show, I still think that's that's the coolest thing you can bring home from a gig. Because you so, can't pay money for that. You just have to. That's kind of like if you go to a sumo match and steal the sweaty towels. Yes, you have to be in the front row to get those towels. <laughs> what do they throw them at you? I, I don't know about sumo matches, but I I do know those shows. You have to be close enough to the stage to, to grab the set list. <laughs> Interesting. Thank you. I think I have two of them actually. So congrats for both for everything, everything. No, no, I've like I've got like twelve setlists, but I think I have two everything, everything ones. Oh. Anyway, that's, <laughs> that, well, it's a point of pride. What's the coolest thing you own, Ronan? I don't know if it's true or not. I mean, it could just be a, a piece of crap in a glass box. But I have a a fragment from the the Berlin Wall. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah it's kind of cool. That's that. I'm I'm pretty proud of that. Uh, I've got uh, a piece of it's young amber. It's. 300,000 years old or something stupid like that oh crap uh, it's got a spider stuck in it I'm pretty proud of that nice yeah I mean it's it's not the coolest piece of amber but you do see the spider jumping for something inside of it now shut the hell up unless you're willing to talk trash I must somehow make sense of our convoluted situation anime belongs in the trash So, for Trash This Week, we watched... Seko Boys! Can you describe what that is to me? Please, Nina, go. Okay, so, first of all, this is a show about a boy band. uh, Wait, Um, what? Hold on. A band of boys? A boy band. You know, music, singing. Take that, boys on, Westlife. (laughs) What is music? Organised notes in the Western scale. I understand entirely, thank you. Okay, and they're manager to be um so these four boys are called <laughs> Hermes fucking Mars, best boys uh which are the other Mi- ones Medici Medici and which one was the last one uh Giorgio Giorgio okay and 
Giorgio like their Armani. namesakes. Well, I, I don't know any good way to say this. They're Greco-Roman goddamn statues. Yes. They're sculptures. But only from the shoulders up. They're goddamn Vaporwave album covers. They're busts. As in, they don't have They were movements. the best bust in the show. Their faces don't move. There is no animation there. They're just the Roman busts. But they have it's, voices. It's so and they great. sing. It's it's the best. It's like like we They're a boy band. Are we cheap? I don't know, but these characters they just they, they sit there and the voices just happen. So <laughs> let me relate this to two separate audiences. If you like the internet, they're like the cover of the Macintosh Plus album. <laughs> and if you don't like the internet, if you've ever gone to the Met Museum or any other his like history museum with a focus on Roman or Greek culture. Have you ever done history in Marble statues. That's exactly what these are. Yeah. Like a picture of Caesar, except he's all white and made of stone. And only from the shoulders up. <laughs> yeah. He's missing a bit of body. But you know, he's still got a hella face. So basically, uh, the story follows their manager-to-be, who was who 22 and just got out of college. and She went to art college. That's art a big college. part basically, of the show. She went to art school since like, God damn it. she this was show is really like, young. The show was like eight minutes long. Yeah, and it builds up her hatred for statues she so has, much. She has to trace faces, and they're always like sculpture. Like, you have to draw this sculpture because it's <laughs> geometrically correct. Like, that never happened in the history of art school. I'm pretty sure it did. Like, when you draw fruit bowls and shit. I love that every single entrance exam. You know, he, she, she, all she wants to do is draw people. That's all she wants. She wants to do... She wants... What do you call them? Um, not still life. What do you call it when you draw people? Nerds. Por- well, portraiture, we'll say, right? She just wants to draw, pe- you know, nudes. But no, every she time... She wants to draw some peen. Yeah, she wants to draw peen. But no, every time she does an entrance exam, <laughs> it's always a statue. She has to draw a statue every single time. It's so funny. Well, maybe it's just kind of like, hey, you look like you could be a good artist. Draw a statue. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'd never heard of that before. And then when she adds her own like twists to it to make it slightly more interesting, everybody tells her, "Don't do that. That's crap." Just You're designed stick to, to the be normal. a copy and paste po- protocol. We don't make you do creativity. But yeah, so uh, she finishes college and go- goes to be the manager of this group, which she then finds out is a group of four Roman. I love bosses. how she passes them in the hallway, and like she doesn't realize they're the act. So she walks into like the talent agency boss, and he's like. We've got this idol group. They're boys. And she's just like, it's going to be the best. So she's just sitting there, like, smoking a cigarette or drinking coffee or something. Like, something stupidly, like, college cool. And she's like, oh, the people in my year are going to be so impressed. Yeah. And, like, there are arrows, like, going, repeats, dropouts. (laughs) And, like, just all the other things that just will not happen if you ever leave college. Yeah, the most valuable member of the class. Hey, I have a job. <laughs> yeah. the be- no, the be- I- As a person with a job, I, I, oh, the pride is real. <laughs> it is real. just resonating within me. I'm like, hey, I'm like her, but talented. One day, I, I too <laughs> hope to have a job. One day, I hope to talk to a Roman statue what, what, and have a talk back. What Good genre? Do you, what genre do you reckon they play? Because I'm guessing hard rock. I no, oh. you, you can hear them at the start. It's the typical J-pop oh. boy band. Fuck. <laughs> Sake. I, it's because they're made of hard rock. I got that. Oh, right, I decided okay. to ignore it. Oh, sure. All right. <laughs> I'm. Oh, I wish I was as strong as you to not react to that. <laughs> you, you can never be as strong as them. No. Every every show they play is marvelous. I think yeah. I'm. Oh, I was gonna say I think I'm losing my marbles. Did they really put you between a rock and a hard place? Don't they? Oh, terrible. Wow. Don't be so igneous. What a. Mm. <laughs> 
Stop giving me that stony faced expression. No. <laughs> At least do a proper thing. I'm sorry. That's not even really a phrase. No. Oh. You're getting there. I Don't know. worry, by the end of this I'm podcast. Sorry, my, I'm sorry I've been a bit stiff. <laughs> is that a, is that a joke? Kind of. You know, I I kind of see the humour there. And you know what I'm going to say? Good attempt. What else is there to say about this show? Um, it rocks. <laughs> <laughs> How did you not go for the basic jokes? I mean, we're hitting rock bottom here. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Sure. Giala's just... This <laughs> segment is a bust. You know, that was okay. Laughing at your own joke, but only moderately so. How did you guys actually find the the like there was there was a bit of comedy in it? Honestly, I thought it was head and shoulders above the other trash test we've done. Because they only had head and shoulders. Yes. So well, yeah, it was definitely funny. I thought it was pretty good. Incredibly stupid. It was very promising. But it was funny. I mean, it was an out-there premise. I didn't think it would work. It worked a lot better. It's than a goddamn vaporwave sitcom. I want to watch more. Me, me too. The episodes are... They're, okay, so the episodes are sort of adventure time length. Even a little bit shorter. About 12 minutes-ish? Um, eight. Eight? Oh, yeah. The, the, the Well, no. We saw, like, the last few minutes was just the intro that they played at the end. So, like, seven? Yeah. What do you guys reckon? Trash or not? Is this a question? Are you ask, <laughs> honestly ask me, is We this want bad? your honest ranking out of trash. How? What do you give this? I would rather swallow stones and walk into the sea. <laughs> then watch it again? No, I'd watch it again. Oh. I would just, just rather do that than, than most things. Oh, right, okay. Fair enough. I'd watch another episode, but not a, not, not a third. I'd give this, like, treasure out of trash, but not pleasure out of trash. <laughs> Why? Because I, 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 I thought it was a treat. It chuckled you because you like vaporwave. It tickled me, yeah. The aesthetic was nice. I thought it had a fantastic aesthetic. Yeah. But it was so stupid. It needed more elevator music. Mm, oh it did. God, yeah. I might just watch it on mute with my own soundtrack. What about you, Dina? Oh yeah, it was incredibly stupid, but very entertaining. Sweet. How many episodes is this nightmare? Twelve? At seven episodes. It's or like, seven minutes an episode even. It's like an hour or something. <laughs> hey. No, a little over. I got some time. <laughs> no. We do this goddamn podcast. Of course we have time. <laughs> I, honestly, I have very little time these days, so maybe I won't get to watch the second episode. Wow. Maybe my life will be spared of this depravity. First job problems. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold up. We need to do a whole segment on Ragnar Strike Angels. Before we-, we do, I have to watch a final episode. Oh, sorry. Nina hasn't caught up. Uh, for those of you just joining, as uh, myself is included in this section, Ragnar Strike Angels is a 30-second episode anime. All right, that's it. A few moments later. Okay, so we have just watched the finale of the incredible series that... That was it! <laughs> this, is, this is a series myself and Nina have been watching on the sly for... That was 15 seconds! Yes! Dude, please, it was double that, it was 30 seconds. No, it was 15 seconds of screen time! Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. probably true, yeah. actually, yeah. No, no, it's very Cause accurate. Because the, the, the credits sequence at the start is, is a two seconds, then there's the ending, that's another two seconds, and yeah. It, it builds I, up. I think the ending is like four. Four, and then there's always, there's usually the preview, which is an extra one second. Yeah. And, and the, the time they devote to, hey, play the game it's associated with, which is 28 seconds. Please, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We've been watching a show called Ragnar Strike Angels. Why? Um, which is basically a promotional tool for a, I believe, a mobile phone game. It's a promotional tool for tools. 
So every episode is 30 seconds long. Um, it's about a group of sexy teens who can grow to be 30 <laughs> metres tall. and I mean, literally, the dream. And essentially fight angels in a Neo Genesis Evangelion style. No, not even. Well, it's just aliens, fight them in a monsters. fight style. So, so when we say a- angels, we do mean the Evangelion oh, angels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Evangelion. Just, um, That's cute. So, right. Evangelion. Evangelion, Evangelion. Depends who you talk to. <sighs> We're talking to me here. All right, and I'm Evangelion. right. It's fine. <laughs> In any case, Ava. Um, there. Oh, I can agree with that. How did you? How did you enjoy the program, Nina? <laughs> all uh, uh, what's six uh, minutes? All six minutes of the entire season. Well, um, but if you count th- the actual screen time, <laughs> it's three like, minutes. Three minutes. I believe the last three episodes were all fighting the angels, and the other nine episodes were basically girl bonding time. Yeah. Wait, like, what? One, yeah. one Are of you them saying had a pillow it's... fight? One with that was them with with sleeping under a kotatsu. One was what's bathing. a kotatsu? Oh, uh, there, there are these really low tables with a blanket on top and a heater beneath. That sounds awesome. Yeah, you've seen Oran High School Host Club. This is what Tamaki Remember, wants. Tamaki wants a Katatsu. 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 State Park. He wants a potato. I don't know. That too. He wants a potato. 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 Kaden. Yeah. Wow, all our jokes are callbacks this week. I'm so sorry yet again. It's it's entirely fan service, just so you know. So is our podcast, um, and it's, Do, ju- it's which just, fans? Uh, yeah, they're they're servicing fans of a show that doesn't exist. No, it's a game. Uh, well, it is a game. So I, I, I like this is me coming in at the very like I am <laughs> jumping in like to the you deep know, end. What did you think of the finale? Honestly, I didn't understand anything. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I, it's 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 a tough one to get into. I'll tell you that much. It re- you needed to invest time, effort, and you need to look up the backstory on Wikipedia. I'm gonna have to ask you: Is there actually a plot behind any of the episodes? Oh my god, dude! They 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 have to have a bath and they need to clean themselves. <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You said originally they have to have a bath. Please elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, they're actually 30 meters tall. Wait, which, what? Which makes the logistics of applying lip balm and changing clothes quite difficult. So, Do they do this at 30 meters tall or can it they is, shrink? It is actually quite entertaining. There is one scene where they are literally in the shower 30 meter, meters tall. And, there's and, a 30 and, meter tall and, shower. Yes. yes. And then there's the, the, the normal people walking across <laughs> and, and just kind of holding their hand in front of their eyes so they don't accidentally see anything because there's these giant girls right Right next to them having a shower. And then what are How old are these girls? I, I mean, they're whatever age you want them to be. Probably That's like terrible. 14. They're under 18. Oh, no. Um, and one of them drops their lip balm, like their you know, little tub of, like, whatever. Yeah, cheese. like a little tube of lip and, balm. And, 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 like, it crashes to earth with a massive thump on the, like, the, it's, like, twice the size of a human being. And they're like, ah! They're running so out. it kills someone. No, it doesn't land on anyone, but it's, it's still pretty funny. Does it destroy state property? Probably. Probably, yes. I am glad, because you know what? <laughs> Fuck this so the, so the grand finale right. was um, the, the girls can no longer fight these aliens without your help so the camera swings around into the, the, the chair of the mind device uh, the mind device I don't know what the fuck that is the brain the brain and that means oh buy the game so you can continue the story so you are the mind device so I think you, you are the person using the mind device are to we plugging this show this <laughs> are we plugging this game if you've got six minutes to spare <laughs> And, and Donald, you, 
I don't. And you're ready to strap in for the ride of your life. I would rather be a quadriplegic. <laughs> okay. In okay. any case, that's Ragnar Strike Angels. Uh, what show do you think had the best intro? I'm gonna I'm gonna limit it to let's let's say just anime. Yeah. Because otherwise sense. it gets way too wide. Yeah. Um, for me, it's oh man, that's so hard because I have a few really strong contenders. But ultimately, I feel like the best anime intro, or the one that I've that I always enjoyed and always the one you think if you're like, hey, give me a good anime intro. What's the first that comes to your head? Erased. Erased. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's pretty new. That's the fresh. Song is, I know it's called the song's called Riri by a band called uh, Asian, Asian Kung, Kung Fu, Fu Generation. Yeah. God damn it! You guys even know the names of the songs. Oh, I've known this band for a while. Oh, okay, they're really good. They've done a couple, a bunch of other things as well for Bleach as well. Um, you mean that show with like we're never going to watch? Yeah, because it's, it's way nerds. too long, and I've seen like most of it. God damn it, Nina! Yeah. We've been over this. I know, but every time mm. I still have to. Say <laughs> every time God the wound it. is opened, it's fresh. <laughs> yes. Every time you're doing your tequila shots, you just put salt in the wound. Mm-hmm. Sorry, watching anime is what I do. I don't have a life. This is a, this is a rehab podcast. Weeb. <laughs> <laughs> Classification filthy. Right. I resent that. I resent that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't believe it's taken us episode what twenty to finally insult her this much that she feels offended. Indeed, <laughs> that she resents it. Don't worry. In another twenty episodes, you can express your feelings again. Mm, keep that All resentment right. bottled. I can't up. wait. What's your favorite intro? I can't choose. Oh, oh. Pick, oh, you know, off the top but, of your head, right now. Okay, erased was amazing. Uh, don't agree with him thanks for the echoes I find it <laughs> congratulations <laughs> now you're living my life you're quite literally echoing me again <laughs> and what's yours uh, either Bebop or Bacchano <sighs> two fantastic choices uh, I mean Bebop is just a fantastic it's just it's just good mm. it's just, it feels cool but Bacchano is great because it's just jazz it's jazz baby it's pretty hard to pick because like there are so many good intros you give me Bacchano <laughs> Bebop, just the best. I really love the one for Kimono to me, actually, in that genre of like of hot jazz. You know the? Do you remember the um, K- Kimono to me a couple of, couple of weeks ago? Yeah, oh, yeah. Babu, that one. Yeah. That was really good. And again, it had that had that funky like big yeah. band sound to it. it really yeah, cool. yeah. I mean, Ooh. do you know what gets really undersold? Uh, um, oh, what's 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 the one with the stupid samurai? Oh, Shampler. Yeah, Shampler is a very it's it's, like it's, it's hip hop. But I mean, I, I don't I don't really listen to much hip hop. I don't listen to fuck at this point. I don't listen to much music at this point. Mm. But uh, oh, it was it was really really solid. Nice. Yeah, actually, another intro that I enjoyed recently uh, was Nor- Noragami Aragoto. Uh, the, the intro was Hey Kids. It was really good. Okay, what well, is that? The one that's like doing it for the kids. No, oh, that's Robbie Williams. Isn't oh, yeah, it? and Kylie Minogue. Oh yeah, she was a person, and she still is. <laughs> she still is. We hope you're okay, Kylie. <laughs> because she's gonna be listening. To We're us. worried about you. Please come home. <laughs> is Britney Spears still alive? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I think she's like a stay-at-home mom now. Good for her. <laughs> yeah, it's time for the airing shows again. Can't <laughs> wait to get my hopes up. And now the news. And by news, I of course mean currently airing anime. But first, here's Donald with the shit post forecast. Is it called When Will It End Dogs? I think it's called 
one more episode, just hang in there, dogs. <laughs> I was so hopeful. I think it's called And it's now dogs. crushed all my hopes. Bungo Stray Dogs. Bungo Jungo Chumbawabas. Dogs. Shawadi Wadi. Can we just put down this dog? <laughs> this dog. This dog has definitely had its day. This dog is your dog. This dog is my dog. <laughs> this dog's for you and me. Oh my god. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy. I called this very early on. I don't think this is a good show. Can we show. just say that this episode I thought started off pretty promising? Because the first. The, the, the first three minutes were okay. The, the, the half of the episode before the break. It went on too long. Went on too long. I will agree, but it went it some way towards. It always goes on too long. It went some way towards empathy, like to uh, humanizing the the villains because a Kawagama, the Akutagawa, the stupid nerd with no eyebrows and silly hair. More more five syllable words would be nothing to me. Akutagawa, <laughs> um, all who, five syllable words mean nothing who's to the me. Who's the man? What have we been calling him? The man with the vacuum coat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the coat that eats things. Got the real the badass from the Port Mafia is in a coma and he's got lots of burns and bandages and broken bones and things. Yeah, apparently he got he got thrashed. So well, to be fair, we did see Atsushikun beat him up. Under yeah, I don't think he was beaten up that bad. Yeah, but the, 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 I the mean, bo- the, boat the, on the, his- the tiger guy got his leg ripped off and like beaten to death a couple of times, and he's fine. Yeah, but he's got self regeneration. And that nurse who beats him back to health. Sure. Like, she literally kills him back to life. But yeah, Ak- Akutagawa was also on That's my favourite phrase. A- I'm gonna kill you back to life! <laughs> it's in Borderlands. It's one of the grunts that says it. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> but l- let's not forget he was on a boat that exploded. I yeah, mean, he was true. on a boat, motherfucker. Don't you ever forget? Yeah, well, I hope you never forget. <laughs> um, so, there's a little bit of an emotional connection between him and his head henchwoman I just thought you were going to leave it as his head you know they are connected <laughs> also known as, as her name his neck. was Gin I believe Gin yes that indeed. really bugs me um, it's spelled gin and it makes me think of the drink and the drink is very good so and the show is not it, indeed so the first couple of minutes were spent establishing that relationship and also sort of introducing us to the shady leader of the Port Mafia yeah with, it was with more the humanising the Port Mafia mm. like Gin was like a superior within them and we actually get to see the Port Mafia very humanized. Like, this was actually pulling me over, going like, hey, like, I don't like this show, but this is a really, really good development mo- like part mm. here. We get to see Jin, or Gin, Gin. Yeah, I'm going to get this wrong all the time. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's names. They're not my specialty. Neither are numbers and everything else. Oh, or faces. I can do faces pretty well, thank <laughs> you. I was a master at Guess Who. It's just like the Port Mafia become the, like the side you're nearly rooting for at the start. Yeah. You see uh, oh, this, this stupid emo guy who's straight edge with no eyebrows in a coma. Like, as soon as you get rid of him, they become really interesting because no one is overpowered. Like, they, they actually have to save him. Mm. And, uh, like, he's in a coma, so obviously a squad team comes in and points, like, six or seven automatic machine guns at his head because mm. he's totally faking because the only thing keeping him alive is a machine that goes, bing! <laughs> I do love that machine. Oh, it's the most expensive <laughs> machine in the hospital. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't be here you're not qualified I'm not a doctor but I will have a look yeah <laughs> but uh, by the end you see uh, Gin kind of come in by herself to try and save him because she's his no he's her superior is that right? I believe he's her superior but she is I, I, it's more it's like he's a general she's a lieutenant and everyone else is, is like a fucking a, grunt a sergeant or whatever yeah uh, she's above the others she's above the others and like she runs in by herself to save him and like they don't really want anything with it uh, like to do with this mm. this stupid plan because it's not going to work but like they do come to a rescue in the end and 
I honestly didn't see it coming. I thought it was no, it was it was nice, and then the break happened, and then it all went to shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, before the break, I was like, you know, if they ended here, it still wouldn't be good, but I would appreciate it because I would appreciate it if they ended it here. <laughs> yeah, but basically, they went back to what they did in the earlier episodes of character development. I wouldn't of... really call it that. It's no, just no, padding. no, like of of other characters. It's padding. Yes. yes. No, it, it was an introduction to the Huckleberry Finn character. Um, okay, for those... <laughs> I wear dungarees. Okay. I'm gonna crush this car with my face. Okay, ju- just to explain, for those people who've seen Black Butler, he's Finny. Oh. He is literally the same character. I'm gonna dog. lift up this, ho- this dog with my silly voice. Basically, yes. I hated the same that character. show. Super I don't know strange. why I watched so much of that show if I hated it so much. I just did. Oh, uh, it was whoever played CL had a really good voice actor, and I just kind of followed yes. it for that. And the but who was the butler? Like, was that a uh, Sebastian? Yeah, who who was Sebastian's voice actor? It's probably uh, uh, Michael Tatum. Oh, possibly. I'm yeah, not, I'm, yeah. I'm I mean, I, I follow shows definitely for the voices, and I stumbled across that, and it was like going, "Ah, I'm gonna cross the road." Stepped in dog shit. <laughs> but to get back to this show, it was basically the same character as Finny. And um, doing the same thing, he went around town asking people nicely, did you do this? They said no. He was like, okay, and left. And they were like, he's on to us. So yeah. they come after him and they're like, so you found proof, did you? All right, we're going to beat it out of you so you yeah, can't right. go tell them. And he's oh, like, oh, so thank good. you. You confessed. Thank you. See, at sushi, that's how all my cases end. They always confess to me like this. It's so nice and considerate of them. I laughed a lot at that. It was just, it was so dumb. Mm, I didn't beats the shit out of them. And that was the entire story. There was no- nothing to add to the story arc. Forget about progression. There was regression. Yeah. As oh. in, Atsushi-kun had... Ha- became much more of a major player in the oh, Army please, Detective please, Agency in the last ring, episode ring my, my theory through ring that bell yeah. oh I mean it was as if I said this could happen and it did but yeah. it's really frustrating because after she couldn't saved uh, the young assassin on the boat it was like oh my god he's finally doing something as a character he's fighting he's, he's gained control of his ability a little bit and maybe everyone's going to give him a bit more respect in the agency no. the next episode that thing could have it, it was it was such a stock storyline for Just this stick show stick it in episode 4 I think he did get a bit more reverence but I mean he hasn't been with them for long enough to be sent alone I mean all it was like just pick somebody one of the other guys and go out to do this thing yeah it's not it's not like it's the second last episode just go out and do some busy work no like do you think they're gonna get a season two I don't know who knows because they need it to do anything yeah like story wise it was definitely a regression character wise Mm. not necessarily but I don't feel like he was even more assertive when he was when he was no, out. No, he was because even before that, like before they went out, mm-hmm. it was a case of um, him talking to the, you know, to, to their boss. Kunikida. No, the, to their boss. Oh, the president. And and his word. You mean the dude with the socks and sandals? To to let to make him go. Okay. Okay, fair. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but it's a shame that oh, yes. Okay, so I feel like the regression it actually started when. The Kunikita son was like, uh, "No, now you go out and shadow, shadow another member of the detective agency." Because he became, he just became that simpering like guy who, hi- who hides behind his partner and says, "No, don't do this. Or that's dangerous. Or stop. Ah, I'm not a good character." You know, he, he he's just a really scared, whiny, shit. A scared, whiny weakling. It's like he's gone back to being Shinji. 
Yeah, I'm, yeah. I think but that this fits is, his character, though. Maybe, yeah. Like, I, I don't think that was out of character at all. Yeah, I know, but he doesn't have a good character. Is the problem? Uh, I don't mind him as a character, but it just—he's just so whiny and just childish, and like, there's no reason you want to root for him or care about what he does. It's just a shame that that a, a you want to see him grow and develop. You want to see him at least believe in himself, and the yeah, whole time he's just like, well, you know, he did last episode. Things. He did last episode. He had a whole thing where he believed where he, fe- so he felt. So far, like he had you worth. have one out of eleven. So you have less than 10% of good. But there was 1%. <laughs> no, it was more than 1%. Are you on 1 out of 10 at this point, Ronan? Good lord, I wish I could revert to watching none of this show. That being said, I was very disappointed with the fact, like, with how much it did regress from last episode. Yeah. I think so, we might have jumped on the wrong bandwagon here. Yeah. I'm next sorry, time, guys. next time we're gonna take a popular vote in which I take the yeah. When I when I walk by and all my coworkers are talking about little whatever, I uh, hero academia yeah. at the water cooler and I just cry a single tear. Oh, that that that, that apparently that's really good at the oh, moment. It is. That, that's the one. It's that's, fantastic. It's the one getting the dub like simultaneously. So yeah. usually, if like they're getting a dub when they're coming out, yeah, you know, there's there's a lot of interest on at least marketing. Yeah. So I mean, they've they've got to make it at least commercially successful. Yeah, one thing I will say about Bungo Stray Dogs is that I loved all the different characters. I agree. There's enough characters in it. Yeah, but I I find each <laughs> of them interesting in their own way. There are definitely characters in it. That's nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. I all would right. say I liked a character. Okay. The nurse. That's it. <laughs> Pretty right. much. It's nah. just. It's just. I like. I like the contradiction within her nature that she has to hurt to heal. Mm. I mean, other than that, like, you've got, like, a, oh, I'm a nerd who writes things in a diary, and then they happen. I'm a guy who wants to kill himself, and I stop things from happening. Like, like I kind of like it when there's inherent contradictions within abilities. Mm. It's, like, just when things are just tied together a little bit more. Well, otherwise, they just kind of feel like, oh, uh, I have, like, uh, object A. Oh, I also have object B. Is there any relation between A and B? No. <laughs> it's just, I'm sporadic and random. My name is Tumblr Man. <laughs> I would have a drink with that guy. I would have a drink with that man if it was bleach. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Another week, another episode of Ungo Stray Dogs, everybody. Thank Christ we're going to be ending this series soon. Okay, let's move on to Ronan's Rants. Ronan's pissed. People who only make one pose for photographs and never stop taking photos of themselves. Well, that's more of two things. I mean, put them together. It makes the worst goddamn content you could ever upload. Mm. And it also makes you look like an absolute moron. Come on, you gotta accept that, I mean, life is pretty goddamn fluid. You can't control how other people will see you. So you should kind of stop trying to go like, this is the one pose I have. This is the, like, this is the one static you can always associate with me. Forget that. You look like how you look. It doesn't matter. Like, oh shit, my nose is a little broken to one side. I better make them only see my good side. No, forget that. Stupid things like, oh, my favorite pose is one eye closed. I'm like my tongue sticking out of one side of my face. Except I don't really do it right, so my eye doesn't really close because I'm I'm like half winging, but I also kind of want to see. I get high blood pressure from people like you. Oh. I know like 12 people. I want to do the emoji face. <laughs> if you ever want to like do anything with an emoji besides send it in a message, I will fight you. 
I mean, I will lose, but I will still fight you. <laughs> the honor is there. The talent is lacking. We Grow will facilitate up. any fight that if you if you want to if you want to call in and fight Ronan, we will facilitate that fight. Grow up. Life is dynamic. That's that's all I'd say. Let go of everything you believe because you're goddamn wrong. Amen. All right. So, should we do the random number generator for next week? As you can see, I'm very random. The random number generator is spoken, and the number is good. No, the it's number, not. It's not, actually. The number is 51. 51? All right. That's pretty low. Okay, let's see. 51 is... Cosmo Warrior Zero. <laughs> oh no! That's going to be interesting. What the hell is that? Good question. We'll find out. Cosmo Warrior Zero. And so will you, listeners, if you're still here. <laughs> What's my internet fires into action? What uh, the hell is Cosmo? Is this like the magazine? Cosmo Warrior oh. Zero is oh, a man. program that was released in 2001, oh. and a very brief premise is the long war between the planet Earth. And the machine men is God. finally over, Fucking resulting in a peace that is more a victory for the machine men than the Earth. Warius Zero. <laughs> lost, Are you calling him Wario. Lost his family in the war to the machine men, but despite this, he is still a member of the Earth fleet that is now working in concert with the machine men. Uh, to be continued next week when we watch Cosmo Warrior Zero. What the hell does that even mean? I don't even know. Nobody knows. I'm so excited for this. Really? No. Not in the <laughs> least bit. Right. Okay, so that lack of theme tune right here means it's the end of the game and it's the end of the show. So now let's go to the phones for some catchphrases. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that never gets old because I will never rewrite it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Would you like to begin? All right. Annie Mondays. Build it beautiful. Annie Mondays. Because we have no life. And you don't either, because otherwise you wouldn't be listening. <laughs> Anna Mondays. From hell's heart I stab at thee. <laughs> and finally, Anna Mondays. The content you deserve for the price you can afford. <laughs> Here's where I take the reins for a minute to plug our shit. If you want to get in touch with us, it's at Anna Mondays Pod at Twitter and... Uh, apparently we have an email so if you'd like to subscribe us to Horse Magazine <laughs> it's AnnaMondays at gmail.com please, please don't. don't do that I mean you can seeing as I don't get any of the notifications <laughs> that's me it's fine I definitely recommend signing us up for everything <laughs> Equine Monthly I mean I no not even Equine I would say anything monthly just so long as they're monthly in fact if you can get them daily if you can get cat facts by the hour please do <laughs> good night world loose lips slick hips adios I don't even know what to say after that his palms are sweaty knees weak arms are heavy there's vomit on his sweater already mom's spaghetti he's nervous but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop palms but he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down The whole crowd goes so loud He opens his mouth but the words won't come out He's choking how? Everybody's choking now The clock's run out